Good morning, good afternoon and good evening, whatever time you are watching and or listening to this. Welcome back to another episode of Drive Time Crypto with me, your host, Crypto Chris, where I aim to bring you all the news and events that are happening within crypto and blockchain. Coming up on the episode today, price news on the market. Is the dollar under threat? To regulate or not to regulate, that is the question. And gambling school kids and predatory EA games. But before we start this video, if I could ask a favor, if you could please give me a like, if you could leave some comments on the video, and most of all, if you could subscribe to the channel, that would be really appreciated as it really helps me to grow my community and the channel and reach more people. With that all said, let's start the engine and go on our journey. First up, Price news on the markets. Um, at the start of this video, I had a look at the markets. The markets are looking good. We're having a green day. A lot of the coins are in the green. So, yeah, it's a bit of a, an upturn from yesterday. There wasn't that much news knocking around in, in price terms when I've, when I've looked about. The, there's the odd bit that's, that's there that we'll go over now, but on a whole, because there isn't much fluctuation, when I say that we're in the green, we're moving a couple of percent. It's no major rise up. There's no spike. So yeah, there's, there's not really much news to report on other than the fact that, uh, it reads catch the Bitcoin dip. Bitcoin prices prepares losses with fresh surge to $57,000. The downside does not last long with an abrupt return to form taking Bitcoin price action back to mid-May levels. So yeah, last night as I explained, we had a slight dip down back to 55 and I was explaining in the video that this is probably people that are taking profits uh, from the from the currency as as the price goes up, and you'll have risk management that'll have certain parameters where they'll they'll take profits as well. But we also talked about that there could be this dip where people could buy before we shoot off up in price. So who knows? We we did get that dip, but what could also be happening is on this one, Bitcoin short-term supply reaches all-time low. Data shows Bitcoin short-term supply has reached an all-time low value. This may mean that investors aren't keen to sell at this level, despite the latest rally up where the coin broke $57,000. So the short-term supply here refers to the supply of coins that were moved on-chain with the, within the last three months. When the indicator's value moves up, it means there are a lot of short-term holders in the market right now who are looking to make a quick profit. On the other hand, a decrease in the metrics value suggests that not many holders are interested in selling right now and they are waiting for longer games. So as Bitcoin's short-term supply reaches the all-time low, this is a, a good indication that people are buying them and they are putting them on their own external wallets. They're taking them off the exchanges and they're, they're not really intending to sell anytime soon. What you'll find is when retail pile in and they buy it, a lot of that that money, a lot of the, the, the Bitcoin will stay on, on the exchange because the, they're not projecting them holding onto it for a long time. They, they've, they've heard that the prices are going to shoot up. They can, they can come in. It's a smash and grab. They can make, 
make a bit of money in and get out and and they're not in for long-term investing or holding. Therefore, it makes no sense for them to pull it to an external wallet. They might not even have an external wallet because they're new to the market. But all the, the metrics at the moment are showing that most of Bitcoin is getting taken off the exchange. So people aren't expecting to sell anytime soon, which is an indication that the they believe that the prices are going to go on to set all-time highs or be very, very strong um, in the not-too-distant future. And that was it for, for Bitcoin price news. Like I said, there isn't a lot about... I really had to search about just to get this little bit. So, yeah, the, the only other news really that I found is it says Cardano slips to the fifth largest crypto market position. ADA down 30% since all-time high last month. Now, this could be a case of we had all the announcements of the Alonzo hard forks. They were going to put smart contracts on there. They were going to put NFTs on the, the blockchain. And this could have been the buy the rumor, sell the news. So as there was the rumour that this was going to be the Ethereum challenge um, because they could do everything that Ethereum could do, they've got quick transactions, low transactional costs, then this is going to take over Ethereum and replace Ethereum. So people have bought that rumour when it was when it was still relatively low and as the upgrade came in and prices started shooting up, people may have sold it and that's why you might have seen the downturn of 30%. Another possibility is that when you look at the total market cap of cryptocurrency, even though the prices are going up in Bitcoin, there isn't new money coming into the market, if that makes sense. The 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 market cap has stayed relatively the same amount, and that would suggest that altcoins are being sold to buy Bitcoin. So hence, with that being at an all-time high, if you've invested in Cardano and it's right up there then it makes sense to sell that one take the profits from it to buy bitcoin so that's why you might have seen the 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 downturn of 30 percent since since their all-time high but it's again it's not really major news it's expected markets go up and down all the time so you you would expect to see it uh nevertheless that was that was the cardano news and the last bit of price news Binance Coin, BNB shoots 15% amid strong accumulation by whales. After a major consolidation at around $400 level for the last week, Binance Coin is showing strong price action, gaining 15% today. So at the close of the video, when I was looking at the markets, I showed that uh, Binance Coin was in the green and it was the only coin at the time, uh, especially within the, the top 10 really, that was in the green and it may be down to this that Binance launches 1 billion crypto growth fund. Here's how it would be used. So I'm not going to go into how it would be used or anything, but the Binance smart chain, the, the positioning themselves really well and they are showing that they're a dominant factor within the, the industry. So they're now pumping more money into increase their infrastructure, increase investment in it, giving them a stronger position and I'm really showing some dominance and because of that there's been real accumulation by whales who are he heavily invested in it because they know where the, the 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 smart chain and the exchange is going so 
it seems like a really, really sound investment for him to do, and it shows it with a £1 billion investment. So that's really it for the price news. Like I said, there wasn't a lot around, and what there was, it was uh, I really had to go digging for it, but nothing of, of major major reporting uh, should we say and with that i'm going to leave the price news alone i'm going to pull out the pit stop carry on our journey to our next feature pulling in digital assets could pose a threat to the u.s dominance dollars don dominance in the future I'm trying to get my words out there united states federal reserve has said digital assets could pose a threat to the supremacy of the US dollar according to a new report posted on the Federal Reserve website. Researchers at the Fed say that the shifting payments landscape and rapid growth of both private sector and government sanctioned digital currencies could reduce reliance on the dollar. Now this isn't really new news, it's just news again of, of, of them saying that the they believe that it, it could be a threat. Now, there's a reason why they could see it as a threat because, let's be honest, at the moment the dollar's not in a great place and the reason why, one of the, the, the main reasons is almost a fifth of all US dollars were created this year. So, the US Federal Reserve have printed three trillion dollars this year alone that's 18 percent of all the dollars that are in circulation now as that happens the buying power of the dollar or any of the currencies that are pegged to the dollar as it is the world reserve there is a lot of different countries currencies that are pegged to the dollar as they print more not only does the dollar's strength come down but all the other currencies within the other countries buying power comes down as well and the more money that you print inflation also goes up and at the moment inflation is running at 5.3 percent in america now with the inflation rate starting to run that high and i believe that's the highest since 2013 you've seen a lot more money go into the cryptocurrency space because they see it as a hedge against inflation not only that, because of coins such as Bitcoin with there being only a finite amount of it and they'll, they'll not be able to print anymore with the Ethereum coin burn and that making it deflationary, it's seen as a more stable way. So when you get your wages in these countries where the currencies are pegged against the dollar or if you're in America and you feel like you are losing money all the time, if you've got any savings within your bank, in America, with inflation running at 5.3%, that means that you are losing money all the time in savings. So a lot of people are pulling the money out of savings and putting them into the cryptocurrency space because they see it as a better way of putting, putting the savings to use, really, and hoping that they will be able to pull a profit from it. And this is why you're seeing so much more action and now the Federal Reserve are starting to see it as a potential threat to the dollar, which makes sense because the Federal Reserve are making the dollar weaker. So, yeah, it, like I said, it's not really news, but it is news. It's out there and it's quite significant because 
a lot of people are seeing it as Bitcoin could become the new uh, world reserve and it'll become the, the new gold seal world reserve because it can't be reproduced. There's only so much of it, so therefore it will be the store of value. And with articles like this coming out, albeit it's, it's not, the, there's not much way. It's just a, a thought at the moment that it could be a threat. It only goes to bolster that opinion that Bitcoin could become the world reserve. I'm not saying that will, I'm not saying that won't, but there's, there's people out there that genuinely believe that it will. But yeah, I thought that was, uh, that was quite interesting to, to see and to cover. Uh, that's, that's all I have to say on the fact. So I'm going to pull away from this and carry on the journey. Next up in the next pit stop. Wall Street giant A16Z set to lobby for better, better crypto regulations. So venture capital firm Anderson Horowitz with over 3 billion worth of funding into crypto and Web3 is going to send its executives to Washington DC this week to propose crypto regulations. According to CNBC, the firm confirmed its meeting with top leaders at the White House, executive agencies, regulations, House and Senate to further promote A16Z Web3 vision elaborated in the company's Wednesday report. On top of that, We've had this lady here. Set Commissioner believes that a safe harbour for crypto projects may do more harm than good. Caroline Crenshaw, a Set Commissioner, spoke of how the crypto market might soon be regulated. She believes that a safe harbour for crypto projects may do more harm than good. Set Commissioner Caroline Crenshaw, speaking at the annual Set Speak conference rejected the idea of a safe harbour for token issuances. Commissioner Crenshaw said that more crypto projects would have to register with the SEC. She mentioned that the views reflect her own and do not re represent the agency or other set commissioners. And also the Bank of England seeks to strengthen cryptocurrency regulations. John Clotharitha Bank of England's Deputy Governor discourages crypto use in the UK's finance system. He announced earlier that although cryptocurrencies are becoming more supported within the United Kingdom's financial systems, they aren't a significant threat. However, he also recommends that enhanced regulation should be enforced as digital, digital currencies constantly expand. Now, the reason why I found this interesting is that there's... It's not a conflict of interest as such, or it's more a conflict of thoughts because the the Bank of England don't see any sort of crypto as a significant threat, but they have warned back in July that there is a spillover into traditional markets, but they still don't see it as a threat, but they believe that it should be regulated. So... It's a bit of a weird one that if something isn't a threat, if it's not really a presence, why does it need to be regulated? But then the SEC Commissioner, Caroline Crenshaw, notes that the technologies and its potential are positive and 
but she's highlighted how digital asset markets could be allowed to flourish without impacting traditional markets. So on the one hand, you've got the Bank of England saying that it's not, it's, it's, it is bleeding over into, into traditional markets. It's not a threat though, but it does need regulating. You've got the SEC commissioner here who believes that they can flourish without affecting traditional markets. So there's this, well, is it, isn't it? And then you've got a Wall Street giant who's going to the capital of America asking for regulations into the cryptocurrency space. So they're from a regular market. They're from, from Wall Street, which is classed as these regular financial markets. So is, is it bleeding over into the markets? Isn't it? Do, is it good for the cryptocurrency space to intertwine with these regular markets? Do they both need to run perpendicular with each other and not cross over and let them do their thing, let them do their thing and, and don't cross over, just, just stay in your own lane? Should we regulate it or shouldn't we regulate it? And what are the, it's, it's a very muddy, muddy water at the moment. I think that there's a lot of working out that needs to be done around the regulation of the space because there is that many different elements to the space that it's going to need its own regulations within each element. Whereas I think there's a lot of people just looking at the, the, the whole at the moment and trying to, how do we regulate the, the whole market? And I don't think that's going to work as such. I think it needs to be broken down into bite-sized pieces and, and regulated that way. But yeah, it's it's an interesting time. Uh, I can't help but feel as well like there is a kind of a very old brigade at the moment, very antiquated views within the traditional financial market. So they don't really kind of get what's going on within the cryptocurrency space and within blockchain technologies because it's the it's the technology as well that's going to need regulating it's not just just the currencies the currencies are just one part of of the the technology they just enable certain transactions to happen but the transactions are the technology actually working so it's the the technology that needs regulating as well as the currencies that need regulating and I don't think the people that just work in traditional finance where a transaction is just money moving from one person to the other, I don't think that they can get their head around that, and I think it scares them a little bit, and this is why it's taking a long time for any sort of clear guidance, regulation, or pathway to come to regulations. Is That's why it's taking a while, and I think it'll only be when the younger generations start moving up through the echelonches to the through these institutions and regulators and they have a better understanding they've grown up with the technology they, they've paid an interest in the technology that will truly start to see an embrace and, and and a pathway and better regulations for the space i believe that the space should be regulated and i think it will do it well to be regulated because when you get the regulation you get the trust from a lot more people because they believe that once the regulations are in there it's a safer place to venture into and then the more people that venture into it the more 
it can evolve and grow and innovation can come because there's more people thinking about it and there's more people wanting to use it and adopt it. So yeah, regulations could be good. We just need to make sure that everybody's on the same page and everybody understands what needs to be happening of it and what the potential uses could be for it in, in terms of how much it can go over into traditional finance. And I think all that needs to be worked out at the moment. So it's still quite muddy. But yeah, that, that was in the news today. That was quite popular. So I thought I'd, I'd touch on it. And with that being said, I will park that there and I will continue on the journey. Next pit stop. It's NFT fantasy soccer game under investigation by UK Gambling Commission. A UK gambling watchdog is trying to determine whether or not SoRare should be required to have a gambling license. SoRare is a popular non-fungible token fantasy soccer game. It's under investigation by a UK gambling regulator, a customer information notice revealed. Developed in 2018 and similar to traditional fantasy soccer, SoRare platform allows users to trade, buy and manage a virtual team. However, the blockchain-based platform utilises digital trading cards, which have been tokenized as NFTs instead. This allows users to verifiably own the cards and later resell or trade with other players in the game. Now, when I was a kid growing up, you had Panini soccer cards. You had Panini stickers. And you used to get your... Your mum to buy you, you you beggar, please, please, please buy me some more cards. And you, you'd get packs of cards and you'd open them. And basically you're trying to get these cards to fill out a book with all the top football teams in England's top league. And the, the, the aim of the game was to fill this book with all the stickers so you could say, I have completed the book this year. And then you'd have certain ones which were known as shinies. And they were harder to get hold of and it made them more valuable. And you, you'd end up, you'd end up with a stack of cards about that big and you'd be taking them into school and you'd be like, right, what have you got? What have you got? Let's, let's trade. And you, you, you'd be trading cards, but then you'd be like, well, I'll tell you what, I'll give you these four cards for that one shiny or, and I'm not going to lie, you, You'd actually pay for the, you'd be like, well, I tell you what, I'll, I'll, I'll give you enough money to buy three packs so I can have your shiny card. Essentially, that's what SoRare is, but it's just been done on a blockchain and the tokenized NFTs instead, but there is no difference than, than that. You, you're just trying to buy these soccer NFTs. And some are going to be more valuable than others, just like the, the cards were as I was a kid that we were trading back and forth in, in school. And so th- there's no real difference that I don't understand how it's, how it's known as gambling. Th- yes, some are more valuable than others, but that isn't a gamble as such. You, you are buying it and yes, it could come down and, and, and go up in price. And that's where it comes in that yes, so uh, it needs to be for adults and not for kids. But mentioning that, is there any difference between that and FIFA Ultimate Team? Where 
This was this was reported in May. Teen spends over eight thousand dollars on FIFA on Xbox. Highlighted EA's predatory game design practices once again. A distraught parent in the UK parenting forum, Mumsnet, shines a spotlight on EA's predatory game designs. So this is where you you buy you buy FIFA coins and then you can buy packs just like you could buy packs of stickers when I was younger and stick it in just like you can buy NFTs for for Soul Rare and there's a lot of money being spent on it but when you buy the FIFA coins and you 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 you, you buy the ultimate team packs you, you don't know what what players you're going to get you just get given and people spend an absolute fortune trying to get the better players to get the better FIFA Ultimate Team, so when they're playing, they have all these amazing players, and it costs them an absolute fortune. So the crossover from Soul Rare to Panini soccer cards when I was a kid to what the new kind of soccer cards are here, I just they're all very similar. They all they all lie within the same kind of remit. So I don't understand why a gambling commission would would come in. Are you gambling when you buy FIFA cards? Are you gambling when you... Because the Panini sock, sock stickers, they are still going. Are you gambling every time that you buy one of them because you don't know what you're getting? Or are you gambling when you're you're offering them for a higher price when you get more stickers for your one stickers it's I feel like it's all very much the same and it's not gambling and it's and it's a bit weird that the the piling into into this scene but there you go um that's the kind of out there news uh, it's not really it's it's happening on the blockchain it's it's quite interesting I've never actually pay, played with the soul rare I've seen people talk about it on Twitter it does look quite engaging but I've I've never taken part in it but yeah apparently some of the regulators in the UK find that as gambling which is strange but with that that is our journey over we've got one last stop to go and that's just to have a quick recap on the prices as they stand as I mentioned at the beginning there's uh, the coins are in the green it's nice to see everybody loves green day and as it stands, Bitcoin has just dipped back under fifty-seven thousand dollars. Only smidge, though, so it's as good as classing it as as fifty-seven. It's up two point seven three percent on the day. Ethereum's up by two point five at three thousand five hundred, and Binance Coin that we touched on at the beginning of the video that's up to four hundred and sixty-three dollars. Cardano still, even though it's it's seen this thirty percent drawback, uh, it's still looking nice at two dollars sixteen, and then a couple, uh, you've got the stablecoin tether. It's never going to move from the from the dollar, and you've got XRP at one dollar eleven cents, and Solana. Solana's only the only one um, on the screen at the moment. Really, that's that's in the red. It's down by three percent, down two hundred and forty six dollars. Polkadot's on a nice, nice charge at the moment. It's sat at 19%. I'm not quite sure why it's seen that uprise. I didn't see anything while I was looking just before. So more than likely the news is going to come out soon of why it's, it's gone up by 19%, but that's sat nicely at $41. 
And to round off the top 10, Doge is in there sitting at 3.4% up at 23 cents. And that's your top 10 coin news. Once again, thank you very much for watching the video. My name's been Crypto Chris. I am exiting this news vehicle and leaving you to have a wonderful rest of your day. Thank you very much. Please join me tomorrow for my next video. So have a good day.